Welcome to Let's Get Information. My name is Alexa Silvaggio, and this, my friends, is a podcast for seekers, entrepreneurs, spirit junkies, and wellness lovers of all kinds. Each week, we'll be offering you inspiration, education, and co-creation that will help you cultivate an epic life. So let's dig deep, lift up, and thrive through these personal stories, tips, how-tos, and most importantly, great, rich truth. Hello, hello, gorgeous souls. Alexa here. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm just so grateful for you. Um, And I'm also super grateful for... Uh, my next guest, which is, of course, the famous John Carroll Duff. I am so overjoyed to have had the privilege of interviewing this human. John Duff is a, an actor. He is a singer. He's a songwriter. He's a wordsmith. He is a spirit junkie. He is a soul searcher. He's a magnificent human. And I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode. Um, we talk a lot about the music industry. We talk a lot about spirituality. You're going to see a whole other side to John Duff. This is really exciting. So please sit back, tune in, turn on, and let's get information. John Duff, welcome to Let's Get Information Podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, <laughs> Alexa. As, as you guys don't know, this is our second take because things fell apart, but I'll just let you know Alexa is the best <laughs> and I'll do anything for her because she, you really are as wonderful in person as you present to the people on the internet and you are as helpful to people as you are to strangers, you know, to friends. I'm blushing, everybody. You guys, it's so real, but honestly... Um, John Duff, it's a privilege to have you. And by the way, if you, in case you didn't notice, he is John Duff. He's not just John. Yes. Um, he's actually John Carroll Duff. <laughs> yes. Um, so call me a faggot if you have to, but yeah. <laughs> just make sure you tag me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag uh, F-bombs. Um, <sighs> so, yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show because this is, again, <laughs> our second take. Yes. But um, I want to know, know about you. I want to know what's happening. I want to know what you're cooking up right now. Uh, you know, I I just moved to LA a, a little over a year ago, yes. and and prior to that, I was doing the we went to school for musical theater together. Yes, you and I. we did. Um, that's where we met at Syracuse, and we and you used to I used to help you steal things from the dining hall because you were that's you right. were not in the dorms and I was, and so and I would take Tupperware absolutely. and I would like and we break the lost and found. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We I, really went in. We did. I think I might like still have an item or two. Yes. So then when, when you moved here, I moved here not long after and we yeah. just happened to live like a block from each other. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Which is super dreamy. Yeah. Well, let's be clear. Hey, it's what was supposed to happen. Clearly. It's all divine. And we got to have uh, some incredible experiences thus far and it's just the beginning. But it is. I moved here. Um, after kind of doing the musical thing and trying to be an actor or doing commercials and, you know, TV and little films and whatever I could get into. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I'm actually a star. And, like, stars don't... You know, there are stars in New York, don't get me wrong, but, like, I have to go to L.A. And I'm, yeah. I'm a songwriter and I'm a singer and I'm a director and I'm an yeah. actor and I'm gorgeous and I'm fun. And, I mean... I'm and not, he is. I'm not saying these things because I, like, look in the mirror and I'm like, you are these things. I'm saying these things because I've learned... Yeah. 
You have a divine responsibility <laughs> to do those things. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, this is what's up. Absolutely. And if I don't recognize it, then I'm an idiot. Well, and you're doing the world a disservice. It's called awareness. Yeah. You're doing the world a disservice. <laughs> you, can, you can get away with murder if you're self-aware. Yeah. You know? Sure, <laughs> so, sure, sure, sure. So I'm about to get away with murder, which is going to be fucking up the whole industry. No, I'm about to... <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be an international gay pop star. But you know, and yeah. you listening will know, that um, it's a plan. I have a plan. I know what it is. Mm. I know how to get attention. I've been getting attention my entire life. Of course you have. You know? Yes. I got kicked. I used to, teachers in high school used to ask me to not come to class that day because they actually wanted to teach something. You have to be kidding me. I'm not kidding you. Now, good teachers knew at the beginning to befriend me because I can shift the power of the room. And if I'm interested in that, then everyone will be interested in it. But if I want to deter the the uh, super objective, I can throw your shit into us. Let me just say <laughs> that I have introduced John Duff to a multitude of people in my life. And I have and many yet, types of people. And many types of people. Ages and... Ages yeah. and, like you know, financial backgrounds and... Looks. And no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, whatever, realness. But, like... I have yet to find a human that does not connect to you. Oh. But that's because I didn't have friends in high school. <laughs> and so what you had to do, and I'll tell you what you had to do. I'm so glad we did a second take. You had to eat your lunch so fast in yeah. the cafeteria at a table yeah. with people who, you know, you thought were okay. Yeah. And because nobody liked you and nobody was doing anything with you that weekend. <laughs> and then and then you would have to go to every other table throughout. So that's why I can speak 16 phrases in Korean. Anya, what is that? Uh, hello, you're very pretty. <gasps> oh my god. I love you. Oh, so I didn't even learn the bad words. You're so good at it. Yeah. It's kind of like a wedding. You know, like at a wedding, the bride and groom have to like go around from every day. Uh, it's like a My life is the wedding. You've been to a wedding with me. I you mean, know I'm fun at a wedding. John Duff was my wedding date. Um, with Charlene Joint. Yes. Uh, Charlene Joint and Andy Levine's yes. wedding. What was that like two months ago? September. So it was like not even two months yeah. ago. Yeah. Don't we, age me, Alexa. I know, exactly. God forbid, <laughs> God forbid that Botox is wearing off anytime. Not um, mine. I just got it redone recently. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. cheers. <laughs> We're absolutely drinking wine for this interview. Um, but let me just tell you that John Duff and I slayed the dance floor. Mm -hmm. Like, did we not? Well, we had a brilliant time. We really did. Yeah. And my mother. Oh, she's wonderful. She's a dream. So many wonderful people were there. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, so I want to know how you got into songwriting. Like, how mm. did that happen? How did that unfold? Because, like, let me just tell you guys. So if you're not familiar with John Duff, we'll get you all the details of how to find him later. But um, I really want to know, um, like, where this all began because you are so fascinating and so interesting. So much to share. Thank you. Uh, it is sort of bizarre to think about the journey of songwriting. Yeah. Because, well, I, oh, wow, I'm having memories that I, you know, don't, didn't think about as being part of this journey. Sure. But, um, Isn't that amazing, though, how it all leads to the same place? Yeah. When I was in high school, I figured out really fast that if you rewrote the lyrics to a song. Yeah. Like a pop song. Oh, that's right. That um, for, like, book reports or projects that... They, they just gave you an A because nobody knew how to, like, they, the every teacher was just so shocked. 
Um, yeah, so I, I remember... My mouth is open. I remember in high school we had to read Tom Tom Sawyer. Is that a high school? Yeah. yeah I think and, so. Or Huck Finn. I don't remember. Is, there, is that the same thing? Okay, it's whatever. Like I didn't read it, and I never Fierce. read any books my entire life. I did not read one book that we were supposed to read in elementary school, middle school, high school. I did not buy one book in college. In <gasps> fact, I told my parents how much all the books cost, and then I kept the cash. Fierce. Yes, I didn't Terrible, study for one fierce. test. I don't know how I did it. Thank you, Jesus. He's a friend of mine. We'll get to that later. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus is Seriously, I have no idea how I did it. Um, and I cheated so on the everything ever, and the SATs included. Um, oh, my God. You can put chapstick on the Scantron. But anyways. Uh, did you really do that? Not on the SATs. I just went back sections when I didn't know. When you're not supposed to. I don't, Got it. I don't fucking okay. care. Yeah, please. it's all good. It doesn't all matter. The, if, you, if you understand the rules, you can break them. <laughs> so I learned the rules. You might as well have written them. fight it. Yeah, isn't Absolutely. that in the Bible? Anyways. It's something like it. Um, Amazing. So I wrote, um, I remember, I can think of one, was the Tom Sawyer one, was Pieces of Me, Ashley Simpson. And I just Stop. changed it to Rafting with Me. And literally, like, it was like on a Monday, I am waiting. It's the Ashley Simpson. On a Monday, I am waiting. On a Tuesday, I am fading. I said, on a Monday, I am rafting. Tuesday, Rafting Wednesday, still rafting Thursday. Stop. Yeah, and then so the first verse was uh, I don't remember their I don't remember their names because I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah. They, I wrote it from different perspectives, verse by verse, each character. That's based on name. the Cliff Notes, probably. I was just gonna say the Cliff yes. Notes. I'm sure helped. I'm so names. sorry, Miss Tansy. That was her name. She was a first year Aww. teacher, so she That's really probably why too. They, I should have never been allowed in a first year teacher's class, but blessings, Miss Tansy. Um, that was the start, oh though, because because you know half of it is is fitting syllables into the phrase. Yeah. Um, and then I, you know, I would write little things, poems. Yeah. You know, but how do you know if you're good at poetry? You know, right. if you're like, oh, there's a deer in the woods. It's beautiful. <laughs> my 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 hair blows in the wind. I like this. You know. Yes. And well, it's subjective. Well, Andy Warhol would tell you. Uh, if you can make art, you make the art, you let people decide if they like it. You don't choose if you like it. And while they're deciding if they like it, you make more art. Great. Yes. Thank you, Andy. Hey. I mean, and it's so hey. real. Because as soon as I learned to stop judging, it was when I actually I was able to do it. Well, you opened it up. You opened up the channel um, so it could flow. But I have these really depressing notes on my phones of songs that I wrote in like 2013. Yeah. Um, and Tell me about what was going on. Uh, 2013. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I went to Syracuse with you for yes. musical theater. Cold and I didn't get place. into college my to to, Syrac- to musical theater school my first year that I um applied. Got I it. went to Towson University for a year, was studying speech communications. I wanted to I don't know, write speeches for people. I I, I did that quite well. I won Speaker of the Year my freshman year at Whoa. Towson, but I transferred um to Syracuse for musical theater. The second time I auditioned, I got in every school I auditioned for. Wow. But zero the first time. Wow. Yes. Yes, this is just... uh, Well, you needed that information. Well, in preparation, it was like I got to go to school and and have real voice teachers and real whatever. Yes. I had everything. I just was not allowing them to see it before. Yes. Um, So we went to school, but when I got to school, they didn't like me too much. There were issues with you. Well, it was that I have a big personality and that I'm... I was not because he's an issue like ensuing human. It's just that like the tolerance level was null. No, and I didn't 
I don't. I'm my siblings called me Baby Huey growing up, which is a cartoon character from Huey Louie. Baby Huey, the '70s and the '80s. He was a Looney Tunes. He's a giant bird. Okay. Giant, but he's wearing a diaper, <laughs> and he doesn't know his own strength. And so they called me Baby Huey because Stop. I didn't know the power I held. And when I went Got into it. college, that's really the truth. Wow. Because you have to understand, from kindergarten until my junior year of high school, I wore khaki cargo shorts, white K-Swiss tennis shoes, and white Nike ankle socks every single day. Whoa. I would not wear pants, even though I lived in Maryland, where it snowed. Jesus. Freezing because I didn't like the way my legs looked in jeans. And I had oh. braces from fourth grade until my senior year. And so I never had done my hair. I never had done a thing. Right. So right when I went to college, though, suddenly I was like, oh, I got to get sexy. Right. But I didn't realize that oh the line between being like the nice, funny kid and being a bully are so thin. And it actually depends on the way people view you. It doesn't depend on what you're doing. Yeah. Of course, perspective yeah. is everything. Well, it's why Amy Schumer is allowed to get away with so much, and now she's not as much anymore because she's reached a level of status. Right. That, but when she was just a bigger, you know, yeah. kind of cute, what she could get away with murder. Right now, it's like we we have to speculate what she's saying because she has status. Right. Yes. Yeah. Sure. So I came in with status that I didn't know I had, and then whatever I went through college, and it was um, yeah. not the best in terms of the. Um, my mentors, the, their view of me. Most sure. of them didn't like me. Sure. Then I graduated college. I went on to a television show, which most people don't know, um, called The X Factor. Yes. Which was which <laughs> ran for three seasons. It failed miserably. Um, just a so everyone knows. Yeah, there's yes, a reason. Fucked with the wrong one. It was me. Yeah. Um, and I um I don't want to go too much into it because it's a really long story, and I'm still not very good at telling it briefly because I still have a lot of. Um, trauma from it. Sure. But I was, I was set up. You know, singing on pitch is not subjective, so you can't ever tell me I'm bad. Like, right. I can sing. I have a fucking degree from Syracuse. Uh, right. But right. Uh, going on to that show, I was torn apart uh, by the judges, way worse than what was on TV, um, wow. in front of 4,000 people in an audience, but then airing to, you know, millions of people. It was the beginning of the season. People were really excited about it. Yeah. Um, I was taken advantage of. It was, it was, uh, I'm, I'm, to, I'm at fault. You know, I could have maybe seen what was going on. I, I could have been a stronger, better person. It is a lesson I needed to learn. 100%. Now, could have, would have, It was up. a big, bad lesson. Sure. I wanted to jump off the nearest thing when I left that room. And I tried so hard to not seem like it mattered to me. But that is public humiliation on a level that I don't think most people can connect to. Of course. Really, of truly. Course. Yeah. And I feel for every anyone who's ever yeah. gone through anything like it. And and I was bullied my whole life. So I, again, I'm like, I'm not the one. Right. You know, I don't need to, like, please. Like I've learned this lesson. Whew, Relax. So well, this is, but this is why you connect the on hard, so many levels. The hard part wasn't the show airing or what was on the show. It was the four months between the taping of the show and the airing of the show. Sure. Because it was what my mind did with the information I ever received. You created a monster. Oh, you created a monster oh. of what it was going to be, of what it was going to create for you, of what it was going to take away from you. Absolutely. And it's taken me until very recently to say, Poo -poo. oh, wait. Actually, everything that they criticized is the best thing about me, and I wasn't mm. owning it. Oof. And if I would have stood my ground, I would have won that fucking show. Yes. And I said in the interviews on that show, which they did not include, I'm either going to win or I'm going home today. 
Beautiful. Because there's no in between with me. Yeah. No, you're 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 a, you're a, you're a black or white. It's polarizing. It's, is what yeah. they call it, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh. And that's also what makes you so magnificent because you're just like balls out, yeah. go, and mm-hmm. you do it, and you create magnificent things. Thank you. Um, like so, your latest music video. Well, which you know, um, years and years go by. Uh, after this and yeah. I'm, I start getting, I got work in the craziest ways. You know yeah. that I got my first off-Broadway musical. I was riding a subway back from a bombed audition. One of the first auditions I did after X Factor. Months, Which took so much courage. Took months and months. Oh, I, I, I cracked, I walked in, put my music down on the piano. They started playing. I could not get the first note out. And I said, I'm so sorry. Like I have to go. Thank you so much. I'm proud of you for that. What were you supposed to sing? Probably like Private Dancer by Tina Turner. Because because there was still some part of me that knew what I was doing was right. I, the other part of me, which you said, you talked about this last week when we were together. You said, um, the real you is the one that hears the voices talking in your yes, head. Yes, It's not the voices talking in your Correct. head. Correct. So the real me was still there. Of course. And functioning. But of the course. voices talking in my head had taken over. Loud AF. Yes. Yeah. Um, And they were telling me, sure, which is, I mean, thank God I didn't have to go on the Disney cruise line, which I think is what the audition was, because I don't like oh cruise ships. Perfect. But, you so, dodged a bullet. Serendipitous. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you know you would have booked it. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I, I don't know if I'm the right height, because that's the Disney Oh, that's thing. a thing. You're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're so right. right. Yeah. And I don't know, I'm a little rasp to my voice, so they don't like that either. Oh, um, but uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, don't be at all. We were just talking about what you were supposed to be singing. We were talking about mm, the voice that was mm, like taking over. So I'm riding the subway back from this audition. So yes. I have my music, my resumes, my headshots, you know, everything. And there's these this um, these two people standing on the other side of the subway. And I had missed I had missed the 14th Street stop on the ACE. So I was on West 4th. So I had to get back on to go back up uh, to 14th to get onto the L because I lived in the East Village. That's right. So I've missed these trains. I get on the L. I'm sitting on the L. And these people across from me are talking. And they're saying, oh, she was so nice. We really owe her a favor. You know, that was wonderful, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't used to wear headphones. I wear headphones now. Um, and I was just kind of staring. And one of the people looked at me and said, oh, can I help you? And I said, I'm sorry. I was just eavesdropping. It sounds like whatever this person did was really nice. And they were like, oh, our friend just monitored auditions for us. And I said, oh, auditions for what? And they said, we are doing a Save by the Bell musical. Um... And we just had our callbacks. And oh I God. said, oh, you should see me for it. Yes. And they said, uh, well, we kind of saw. And I said, I don't care. I'm really good. <laughs> like, I didn't even think I was really good. Do you yeah. know what I mean? At this point, I thought I was pretty much the worst thing ever. Yeah. But for some reason, I just said, oh, I'm really good. And they it said, was the divine. Oh, yeah. And they said, do you want to read for it? And I said, yeah, right here, whatever. So they handed me the paper. And look, I can cold read like a motherfucker. Yeah. I am a comedic actor. You give me, I know where all the jokes are. I know where jokes are that weren't even intended to be read. I love it. Yes. So I just went in. Hallelujah. I'm like, right at one time, I'm like, let's go. And I did it with them. And they said, okay, amazing. And I said, oh, my God, I have a headshot of resume. And I got off the train. Stop. Oh, my God. And, like, I'm obsessed And they with called this. me and they said, can you sing? And I said, yeah, I think so. And they were like, okay, great. And um, they cast me and I went into this workshop and I thought I was going to get murdered at the workshop because I'm like, what the fuck? Like I met these people on the subway. Why did they cast me? They're insane. Yeah. Uh, We did this kind of downtown version of the show and um, 
ended up three of us from that production Who got were you kept. in the show? Slater. Of course Yeah, you I wore were. a wig, you know. Yes. Yeah. You give um, me like a curly mullet in mm-hmm. And I, yeah, they gave me a bad wig and then I, I bought a, a different wig and I cut it, I, I made it myself. Stop. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not not wearing a lace front. Lace front. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't a good lace front, but yeah. I got a, I, a look. It had to look like it was Real. in my head. Yeah. Anyways. Oh my God. Only three of us moved on from that production um, a year later to the off-Broadway version, which was in the 200-seat house where Your Good Man Charlie Brown had um, originated. Oh my God. And it played there for three, two or three years. Yeah. And I did it for a year, you know, and then had a mental breakdown and left. Um, (laughs) Like you do? Yeah. I mean, you know, doing the same show over and over and over again is not really the best for a mind like mine. Yeah. I admire the people who can do it. It yeah. just, it, it, Well, you, you're a different breed of human. I mean, you're like, and I mean that in the highest, highest compliment. This man is like, can turn out a, a new song in like two minutes flat. Well, if I don't write it in two minutes, then I, it's probably not that good. Well, that's... Because it's not going to be honest. Like, if I have to right. go back and curate, like, everything, I... Right. I get a rhythm and a melody in my head, and then it just comes out. Well, that's called channeling. Yeah, so, as life moved on, now we get to the recording of what I ended up doing. Yeah. Um, getting back on stage, it was a journey. It was a huge confidence thing, you know? And I used to take, like, five shots of whiskey before Oof. the shows because yeah. I was so scared to sing in front of people I was so scared to dance and singing is super vulnerable and you know that of course I think it's probably the most vulnerable I mean I, as someone who started as a dancer and then moved to acting and then moved to singing yeah like without a doubt singing is the most vulnerable you don't know what's going to happen when you no. start doing it and you don't know what other people are hearing because we hear the vibration in our bones. We don't hear the actual sound through right. our ears and other people are hearing the actual sound through their ears. So um, it's a very trusting, a trusting skill, you know? I never thought of it that way, too, that we don't even hear it you like don't. other people are. Yeah, it's just like it's just like how people don't like to hear themselves talk. Right. I like to hear myself talk now. Yeah. I think I sound cool. You look don't sick. I sound cool, guys? You guys, he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's be clear. So life moved on. I did a full house. Uh, National Lampoon uh, produced the Save by the Bell show. I did a full house musical um, with them. We were in Canada. I was writing all this music. Yes. Uh, because I had kind of had a big pivot in my life that year where I was like, I can't drink anymore because my bar kept getting lower and lower for what I was doing for myself. So I need to take a year off of this. I need to really figure out who I am and what this is because, you know, uh, we, I love the self-medication aspect of drinking and drugs or whatever, but at the same time, you do have to know what the hell is going on. Yeah. You can't just stay in that world or else that's the problem. Yeah. Right. If, if, you, if, you, if you don't know the other side of it, then you have the problem. Right. And I had the problem. Yeah. Um. And so I took the year off. And during that year, I immediately started writing. And there was kind of these serendipitous things where my friend Adam Basavich, he's an amazing follow up on Instagram. Yes. He, um, he did this song, Rose on Tap. He called me, said, will you come write the hook on this song? I said, absolutely. 
Um, the day we went to write the song, we met in Columbus Circle. I just ran into my friend Jeffrey. We stood with him while he was waiting to meet up with his friend. The friend was Sarah Bareilles. We talked to Sarah Bareilles for a minute. We walk away. I write Whatever. my first real song. We go into the recording studio. A week later, we're working with Artie Sky, who did Bedtime Stories, mastered Bedtime Stories, Madonna, and uh, Willennium album, and all. I mean, all sorts of things. Huge. From the, yeah, amazing. We love Bedtime Stories. And uh, oh God, and when I finished recording, he said to me, you know, do you do this? And I said, no, I, this is my first stab at it, really. And he said, you're really good. You sound good on the microphone and you write well. You wrote wow. this by yourself. I said, yeah. So that means a lot. Oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's not even that it means a lot. It's like, it, which it does, of course. But, you know, honestly, like these details, what we say to any human on any level, on any day, can inform their behavior for the rest of their life. Oh, it was one sentence. It was one sentence. One sentence erased so much of my trauma, trauma, my karmic experience, you know, my whatever the fuck was going on. I was like, maybe I am kind of good at this. Yes. Maybe this is kind of good for me. Yeah. And it gave me the the strength, the hope, the the belief, yes. the faith, I don't know. All of those things are the same thing. All of them. To continue <laughs> um to continue doing it and yeah. trusting it more. Yes. And like if if singing is a, such a trusting sport, yes. you know you have to have faith in it in for, order for it to work. Yeah. Then of course writing music is is because can you imagine making up a melody? Oh my god. And oh then god, tell oh and letting people hear it. Oh my god! How vulnerable! Vulnerability is finest. I'm fierce. I know. <laughs> he is, you guys. He is. I mean, I literally. You. I mean, I've been with you. You know, whether it's in Mexico or whether it's yes. here in Los Angeles yes. or wherever it is. Where and thank just like, God for all of them. Oof, all of the experiences. Thank God for all of them. But it's like he'll just be like living and talking and all of a sudden something will come into his head and he's like hold on I just have to like write this down (laughs) and he'll like record it on his phone it it comes through you babe yes it's magnificent it's well we're we're connected you know and when you and I talk about this we we're live we are existing on so many planes of consciousness at all times yes and if you only have the nearsightedness to see what's right in front of you and think Oh my God, my this, my that, my this, my uh, my mom said this, and my family said this, and my life sucks because of this, and the government's doing this, and the politics, and the money, and the whatever. If that's all you see, then you're not seeing all of the beauty and and all that you have because yes. you're focusing on other things that aren't you. Mm. And these things were coming to me. Yes. They were always being told to me. I was always getting this information, but I wasn't allowing it to come to me it's like plugging into an outlet it is totally and i you know i'm not sometimes i'm not plugged into it and everyone can relate to this because my mom i think is an inventor i think that she comes up with inventions yes but she doesn't believe in her inventions she doesn't write them down she doesn't pursue them sure um she'll tell me them but then you know two years later they'll they'll show up And it's almost as if like she manifests them and then someone else is the channel. But can't we all connect to that? Didn't you have, don't you have, haven't you had ideas where you're like, this is brilliant, but you don't do it. And then someone does it. Well, that makes a trillion dollars. 100%. (laughs) But it's like, this is why you like are creating this beautiful album. It's like, this is why I'm creating this book. Like these things don't exist yet and they need to be brought back. Like what you have created is 
really, and you guys will see because I think by the time this launches, the video the video will be out. Yeah. Um, but it really is like an homage. I mean, it's it's yours, and that's so beautiful. But it is almost an homage to like actual performance value. It is. It is. Um, so speaking of that, I want to hear about your inspiration. I want to hear about people who you saw growing up that you were like, that, I yeah. want to do that. I think I was a, like a little bit of a witch, you know, as a kid, because my parents would say the same thing. I was, you know, four years old, I came home from preschool, said, I want to be an actor. I want to be a singer. And they yes. said, where did you even come up with these ideas? You know, we didn't, these ideas, hi, we didn't grow up in a tabloid household. We didn't discuss, you know, my mom had no friends and my dad had no friends because they didn't like gossip. My mom, you know, and I, Fierce. yeah, it is actually incredible. Yeah. That's why, you know, no, literally my, most of my siblings aren't on Facebook, like social media, anything. I'm the only one. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm the only one. And not only that, but I go <laughs> so hard. <laughs> he goes so hard on social and he gives so much realness and who he displays on, on social is you. Because, well, and, and what, what we, what we come to learn is, uh, this is hard to be, um, who I am. And, it, and it's hard that. to actually be like, Oh wow, like I am glitter and rainbows and like I am <laughs> sassy are. and I am angry and I am happy and I am self, you know, I am unafraid to be self-conscious on camera and I'm I'm I am a little self-obsessed and a little vain. I am these things. They are anything that comes to me is me. Yes. And I embrace it. And um, I'm, there's nothing, um, I, I don't think anyone knows my business truly, yeah. but I'm not afraid to put everything out there. Well, isn't it so beautiful and so amazing because I think of where healing begins and where growth begins. And I have to tell you, it is with the inclusion of things. It is not with the exclusion yes. of what we are. Hey, Alexa. So that is magnificent. Y'all gotta hang out with her sometimes. Yo, because he is legit <laughs> polka dot moonbeams. No, but he is legit polka dot moonbeams, rainbows, sparkles, like all of that. And pure yeah, like, purple. Pure. That's, that's what right. Alex said. I had an intuitive telling me I was pure purple. I'm purple too. Yes. But with this Not pure, she's dirty. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm hella dirty. I'm a hella dirty purple. He, he, he is a pure purple. I'm I mean, he's real. a pure purple energy. It's actually that I'm... No. Um, so... Uh, I was four. I say, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I'm an actor. I'm a whatever. My parents are really confused. But then I got really into The Wiz, the movie. That's right. And um, Diana Ross is Dorothy in it. And Michael Jackson's The Scarecrow. And as it turns out, um, you know, they were my first obsessions. Yes. And musically, I loved Diana Ross and The Supremes and Diana Ross and Michael Jackson. And, and then as it turns out, Diana Ross was actually Michael Jackson's biggest influence in in every aspect of his career, yes. his image, the way that he spoke to the people, the grace and the whatever. Mm -hmm. And the performance, when you look at the Boss album and to the Michael Jackson's Off the Wall album, the vocal ad-libs, the hoes and the ow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, he totally just lifted it from her. And he didn't even make it masculine. He just performed the fuck out of it. Yeah, yeah, Because, arguably, it. Prince is the better musician, yes. but Michael Jackson is a salesman. Right? Yes, he is. Or and was. he loves that audience. Yes. No, he's still here. He's still here. He you're loves right, that right, audience. Right. And and I just saw Janet and in concert yes. and she loves that audience. And we've lost that in, in, in what's happening in music now. Well, it's this industry, and I'm gonna quote the movie Almost Famous, it's an industry of cool. Absolutely. And it's gotten too cool. And and when you think about the word cool, I was just writing about this and I was talking to Jesse Barr, who I interviewed like a few weeks ago, actually. And she was talking about how cool is like so separate. Cool is cold. I'm cold. I'm separate from Oof. you. 
And I was like, ooh, yeah, and it's an industry of that. I'm cool. I'm different than you. There's this air of yeah. separateness versus a, I'm here to give you something. But I'm you here to know offer what you was something. so cool about Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson Talk and celebrities me. before, you know, we they were so relatable. Right, 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 right. You didn't know about their lives. All you saw was this phenomenal performer come yes. on stage and nail it. Which, by the way, is their job. And then when it yeah. was over, they were just, thank you so much. You know, <laughs> in the babiest <laughs> baby voice you've yeah. ever heard. Almost and walk the, you know, and yeah. the lights would go out. They, yeah. You wouldn't even see them walk off the stage. Uh, they were... They were legends, and that's why they are legends. They are. And people now are disappointing, honestly, to me. And I... Yeah. I want to bring back the performer. The yeah, because it's so much more than just songs. Because you know, listening to songs is is not active. You can put on a playlist and just move through. Yeah. But to watch a video, you're invested. To watch a live performance, you're invested. And this is why award shows suck now. Because these people aren't worth investing in. Oof. Daddy, give me a cheers. Well, thank you, Alexa, because, yeah. you know, we talk about my music video, and I'm really proud of it. And I know that when people you see it, be. they're going to say, you oh, my be. God, I conceptualized the entire thing. I sat on it for a year, you yeah. know, this concept. It kept coming back to me. The resistance was up. Oh, and we know that when, uh, the, when resistance the resistance is, is up, up, you got to do it. Hey, but it's... that's because it's the powerful. The harder it is, the better it's going to be. Amen. So, uh... I go through this thing and we make this video. I'm so, the video is phenomenal. I styled the it video. Is. I wrote the song. I recorded all the vocals, the backup vocals. I did most of the choreography. I cast everybody in the video. I, it's I pulled sickening. the entire thing. And it really is, well, people are, I'm always like, you're going to really like this. And people are like, okay. And I'm like, no, it's really good. And they're like, yeah, okay. Because mm -hmm. you know, you always have that friend that's like showing you something and it's like, it's like oh. whatever. And everyone after is like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. And I'm like, I told you it was good. Yeah. Do you not think I have good taste? Right. What's wrong I'm with you? I'm the least boring person I know. Right. Do you genuinely believe that I would give you some bullshit? <laughs> like, I'm never going to let the people down. No. Because when you are an entertainer, your life is for other people. It's yes. not about me. I will put my heart on a fucking platter yes. to make somebody else laugh. Yes. I don't care. Baby, you're a channel. You're just doing it. Oh, I'm just gonna die anyways. We all are. Uh, so Amen. this album is just to get attention. Right. And I will be very honest about that because Great. I didn't put most of my deep, real, and you just heard something new I recorded that goes to a deeper level. Which is epic. Thank you. Yeah. Um, where I'm starting to explore a more organic sound and, and lyric and, and my actual experience. But no, you have to hit us with a bomb first. Hey, you know what? Cole Porter, uh, the Gershwins, they were clever. Irving Berlin, they were clever, they were smart, they were witty, and though they were beautiful, so I mean, they're all the American standards. Of course. They were kind of playing how smart they could be. Of course. And that's what I did on the first album. Great. How funny can I be? How can I make the words work? How... Witty quips. Hey, and you know, Mariah Carey is another huge influence in my yes, she life. Is. And since I was a little boy, because my sister Karen used to like, she was in college when I was in like elementary school. Yeah. She'd come back from the clubs, you know, mm -hmm. and, and fantasy was the shit. Yeah, and she played in the car and I was like, wow, my cool sister thinks this is cool. And it oh. is cool. 
Yes, it is. And you know what, babe? <laughs> you and I both, so John Duff and I are both the youngest. Mm-hmm. And we both have siblings that are at least eight years older than us. I mean, my brother's eight years older than yeah. me. My sister's 10 years older than yeah. me. And I remember that with like bedtime stories. And yeah. I remember that with like the girly show. Mm-hmm. And I remember that like with Madonna, my brother was like really into Madonna. And I remember that Hi, being Hi, Drew. Like, Hi, D. Uh, but that was like a thing where like I relate to that in that sense yeah. where it's like, but this, but it was really cool. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I was listening to the, like, whatever was on the radio. Like, I was listening to the cool shit. Yeah. And so I relate. You know, there was, um, oh, I could go on so many millions of tangents because this, well, you're really, you've, you were in the wheelhouse of my passion right now. Yeah. And so I could we're go have you back. off onto 700 webs of thought. Of course. Regarding why artistry was more artistic then than it is now. Sure. And, um, essentially that comes down to that people, um, get to choose what they want at all times and yes. people would rather listen to the easier thing mm. to listen to of course. um but the you know Sad. and then the 90s was a happier time so heartbreak was passable on the radio sure and it's not possible right now because things are tough and so here. everything yeah. has to be like, get on the floor do the thing Dana, take your drink yeah we like people that we saw <laughs> we them and it was did. so fucking fun it was so fun yes. oh my god those dancers were fierce yeah, it was a good show it was it was like being at the best bar mitzvah you've ever, ever. been at. <laughs> um, so we it was epic um but back to mariah carey i love yeah. her uh, and i've always loved her and there's actually a study that one of my friends sent me that there's yes. a correlation between depressed children and being you know having this obsession with her yes and i think almost specifically i don't remember the song vision of love but it was Oof. because all of her um music that was popular was about unrequited love and so you have dream lover fantasy even all i want for christmas is you it's not it's about a thing that's not there one sweet day my all you know everything god my heart just got like oh so vocals aside and you know she wrote 17 of those 18 number one hits she still writes everything so as much as you want to hate on it hey that's my girl. Yeah. And I'll stand for her till the end. I will stand for her till I die. And y'all are real fucked up, the shit you say about her. Yeah. And you hurt me. <laughs> you hurt me because you can't think about what my girl has been through in the past yes. couple years. Yes. With the Rockefeller um, Christmas tree performance, whatever, yes. you know, where she sang all over Christmas, you and her voice cracked, cracked. on the note. Whatever. Which, like, by the way... Like, Happens. as a singer, all the freaking time. Uh, 32 degrees, you know, below oh in New York in the wintertime. And, you know, she was strapped into a corset for a high hell, so she wasn't breathing. God bless. You know, she's watching her angle. She cares about the way she looks, of which, course. you know what? I care about the way I look, too. God That's bless. why I'm on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, she was humiliated. And the world tore her apart and they reposted and reposted and every person who's never sang a fucking note in front of another person in their life is telling you about why she can't sing anymore and blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people who can sing, this is what really gets me, had a lot to say. But you will never do what she did in 10 years of her life because you are judging somebody else's luck. And as soon as you judge somebody else's luck, you lose. Yeah. So get with yourself and figure out what the hell is going on because that woman was publicly humiliated, battered, called fat, called every name in the book, aside from the fact that what happened to her in the early 2000s where she had a mental breakdown on national television, she came back and kept giving it to you. Yeah, because you wanted it. That's resilience. Yeah. And that's that's what we learned, what I learned from her. 
because I went through a thing where I could have jumped off the bridge too. Yeah. And then you want to talk. Two years later, she has the New Year's thing, mm. right? Where the music. Yes, that's right. That and was... I and then the ABC. Well, I don't want to get into all this, but the ABC said she didn't. Um, she didn't coach up to sound check, and then videos leaked of her at the sound check. They sabotaged her. They, and that was that was a little fucked. Yeah, that's super real. Yeah. Bless you, Mariah. We love you, girl. Oh my gosh, she'll always be my baby. You'll always be my <laughs> She's my queen. You are my sweet, sweet fantasy um, baby. You know, but that song "Vision of Love" it means so many things when you think about a lyric like. Yeah. Um, Treated me kind, sweet destiny. Carried me through desperation to the one that was waiting for me. It took so long, still I believe. Somehow the one that I needed would find me eventually. I had a vision of love and it was all that you'd given to me. Now, ah, you could view that as whatever. I view it as a song about purpose. Okay. You get a glimpse of your purpose. You kind of understand what your purpose is. Yeah. And you're left with that. And you have to just start trudging down. You have to pray through the night so faithfully. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you really just have to keep going on this idea that probably feels extremely intangible. Of course. Um, but it's totally tangible because it exists in your mind, meaning it exists, period. In the universe, yeah. God, that's beautiful. 90% water over here, Alexa, 90%, right? 90%, I know. You get to choose what you're... Experiences, Your experiences 100% um, I want to know uh, because I see you through this lens of intense connection I've seen you as this incredible artist I've seen you as a yogi I've seen you as a student I've seen you as a teacher I've seen you in all these different facets so what is it that makes you actually feel connected like what do you do to feel connected to you Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think the most meditative thing that I can do is sing. And so it's one of these things where it's like, even if I'm not doing, even if I don't sound good, because I, like my behavior pattern doesn't always allow me to sound super good. I get it, um, I get it. That I still have, if I'm like humming, there's nothing else I can do. Yeah. But be there humming. Great. And so that's a real connection for me. But you know, I just love I just love people who love life and I love being around happy people. Yeah. I love being around nice people. I, and, and that's why I like older people, like adult adults. Yeah. And yeah. so, and, and a lot of people who don't really live in like cities cause they're, you, you meet some wonderful people who just have simple ideas of life and they're happy. They're happy to meet another person and hear their experience. And I'm happy to meet other people and hear their experiences. I love that. And I'm blessed with the people that have come into my life because they're fascinating. Yes. But I also allow people to be fascinating. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about your experience with, um, like, Christ consciousness. I want to know a little bit more about your experience with con- with connection through, through like, psychedelics, through... Yeah. Um, you're John Duff and I both did uh, Ayahuasca. We did ceremony together in in Tulum with a um, <clears throat> shaman from Peru. And let's break down ayahuasca for a second. Actually, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I've been hearing a lot of misconceptions, and I think it's partially because of the Chelsea, Chelsea Handler, Handler show, exactly. and I think it's because it's becoming this. Um, yuppie uh thing it's yep. like a thing that people go do oh yeah like it's venice not a, it's all the rage it's not a thing you go do 
Right. You know, this is a vision quest. This is a serious rite of passage. And I went there completely desperate for change in my life. Yes. I was desperate to let go of what I was carrying. Me too. Desperate. I was, I was not able to move forward. I had these things done. You know, like I told you, I had this girly idea for a year. Yes. Can you imagine what it's like? (laughs) I I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I knew they were good, but I was crippled. And so I say, what can I do? What can I do? And then we were on a yoga retreat and a shaman came and visited our, our, our retreat. Our retreat. Yeah, this is a retreat through the trolley yoga. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. We had a session, Casa Om. Well, hey. Hey, hey. Casa Om. So we had a, um, we had private sessions with this shaman and she suggested to you and me separately. Which was not the whole group, no, by the not. way. Was, like she suggested it yeah, to us, us specifically. Um, it was like, go do this. And um, it's funny because someone, but let me, let me get back to the misconception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do it and go hug a tree. You don't do it and like talk to people. You don't do it and roll around on the ground. That's against the rules actually. And if you're doing it that way, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. So <laughs> you sit in a circle of 30 people. Yeah. You you drink this tea. It is regulated. There is someone watching you. We were in the jungle when we did it in yes. Mexico. We were not in a basement in New York. Um, which I, there's nothing wrong with that, but I do think that it is a, it is about a connection to nature and the Agreed. earth, and and not being in that environment would throw me. And for me, me, and I think that there's a lackadaisicalness that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to think about our process as well. Um, and it, this is actually really like very vulnerable for us to discuss because I do not tell people on the regular that I've even done this. this is I not, do if like, I think you're cool. If yeah, if it's like if, there's like, if, <laughs> if you a, listen yeah, to this log, you get to hear about you get it. To hear it. <laughs> yes, lucky you. Um, But honestly, like, there was a lot of preparation that went into this. I mean, we did a lot of writing. We both fasted for, like, a week and a half. I mean, we we put in a a long time of effort to wanting to connect to our truth. And that was the essential part. And you know, when I first heard about ayahuasca, someone came to me and said they did it. And I was in their vision. That was so... So and, um, yes. and then I had led them into the next part of their life. And I was like, cool, well, whatever, we can hang out. And yes. I ended up introducing her to her future fiance and getting her her first job in a musical off Broadway with the people that I was working with. That's right. And she hadn't been on the stage in 10 years. That's right. And it was so weird because as soon as I said yes, I met Dante D'Amico, who uh, is, it, yeah, which was super weird because I, I, you, if you guys have heard uh, my interview with Jordan Wisely, uh, Jordan and I were friends. He introduced me to Dante, and Dante was like, I want to meet you. We went out for a juice because I was cleansing because I was oh, doing, right. yeah, because I was doing uh, preparation for ayahuasca. And I'm, and I was sitting there with Dante, and, and he was like, so why are you cleansing? And I, it took me a while to open up about it, but there was this weird synchronicity, and he told me about his experience. And I have to tell you, because I was a little, like, hesitant about doing it until I had spoken to him about the experience because I needed some comfort. I needed some yeah. like affirmation of like, this is what it's like. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing. And I had the comfort because, because I saw remember. someone uh, 
come to me, say they did it, and then me introduce yes. them to something, and it take off. Yes. And I thought, whoa. Oh, yes. What happened? How yes. did that happen? And and it's it's about the vibrations, you yes. know. It, it is about clearing out that bullshit. Yeah. That you cleanse. Yeah. And, and by the way, you, you're not throwing up. You're not shitting yourself. You're not doing no. all this stuff that they're telling you they're doing. It's no. not what's happening. That's not what it's about. No, it's not what it's about. And when I did throw up, which was very little because I hadn't eaten in five days, I was just drinking <laughs> aloe juice. When I did throw up, it was the most cathartic, incredible throw up ever. And I would do it again right now if I fucking could. Yeah. So trust exactly. and believe that. It was like, it was legitimately like darkness was yes. leaving the body. Oh girl, I said, I hate myself. Yeah. And then, yeah. I guess what happened? I didn't hate myself anymore. Yeah. Thank God. Hey Jesus. So, yeah. well, what happened? You know, I talked to my mom on the phone today and my mom knows I did all this and I'm encouraging her to get into it. Yes. And my mother, same, same. Your and, mom wants to do my it. My mom though. wants to do it. Yeah. My mom's like, I ain't doing that. Yeah. She's like, I didn't. Mm. She's, she's supposed to be with her sister. She thinks she's cool. She's yes. like, girl, you ain't no shit. So yeah. I, this is how we talk too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I came from. So I, <laughs> I really don't. Is she like, it's okay. she's even baffled by me. So, Good. but she's the Children come through, you not from you. She's the best. Um, and so is your mother. Yes. We have an incredible mom. We're super um, lucky. But my mom told me, I was, you know, kind of saying, um, when I when I talked about nearsightedness before yeah. and how you, if you're only living right here and not really thinking about everything else and what, you know, the fact that this is going to end. And let me ask you a question, Alexa. Yeah. If it is going to end, right? Yeah. How are you experiencing this right now? Because if it's going to end, it technically already ended. Yes. And this is a reverberation. No. Yeah. It's like if I hit, um, if, let's say we're on a computer. This is a, an analogy, a good analogy. Cool. Oh, like when we recorded the first podcast. Yeah. When it stopped. Which it did. It was gone. Right. There was no memory of it. There was no way for us to play it. There was no way for us to look back. But we're here. Yeah. And I'm able to look back at my life. Yes. So how does that work? If in the end it turns off. It doesn't turn off. Right. It never stops. It doesn't. Ooh. I love it. Don't you love timelessness? I live it for it. But I'm telling yeah. my mom about the nearsightedness and she's like, well, you're very privileged Ooh. because you're able to think like that. And I said, you're right. Yes. I am. Yes. Um, but that's why I'm a teacher and that's, you know, that's why I have a job to do. And that's why you're out. Because I, because this information used to be limited. Indeed. It used to only be to the people who could afford it or take the time like or do the whatever. Years but guess what, girl? Yeah. It ain't anymore. And we can put it out there in any facet, like yes, we're doing we right now on this podcast. Yes. Or like I shadily do on my Instagram all the time, even though I mask it with belly shirts and booty shorts and oh, sexy clothes and, and whatever. thank God, because we do live in a culture that breeds off of this like superfluous stuff where we're like, we need this like sexiness or this whatever. It's like, we were talking about this Alexa, a few weeks ago. Girl. And it's like the reason that our messages are like needing to be heard is because you come into this world as this like gorgeous human who is so talented. I was a kid. You are, you're, you're always cute. But like but like there's a reason that you're cute. And it's not because like, oh you're cute to be cute. Like you're cute because you have a message to share. Yes. And unfortunately we live in a culture that says, mm-hmm. oh he's cute, I'll listen. Yes, and this is where it's like, I said this to someone last night that I was with, uh, that 
I wish that I could just wear like my favorite thing to wear is like you know gym shorts and a you and me both t-shirt or a tank like... top or whatever. I don't know why I dress cute for this interview, and he did. I um he did. I look really amazing. I'm just kidding. I didn't do my hair though, so who cares? Uh, I don't know. I hate that I have that, but I recognize. And and you look at I don't remember who it is. It's not Gandhi. It's another spiritual teacher. It's it's a Deepak. It's not Deepak, but it's a it's this realm. And Tell he drives like a Bentley, and he has diamonds, and he wears fascinating, fabulous clothing. And Fierce. Oprah loves him, and the president, and everyone listens to him. Great. Why do they listen to him? Maybe is it? It's not a Tony Robbins, is it? No. Well, though he's hot. He's super hot. But he like, I would bang him. Oh, Tony Robbins. <laughs> Tony, we love you. I'm going to have you on the show. But, like, I mean, Tony Robbins is amazing. And he is all that. He is all that. So and he's a fucking tree. He's, but this yeah. is, like, a, this. Yeah. it is actually the Tony Robbins principle. Yeah. People won't listen to someone they don't want to be like. They 100%. don't want the same things as. 100%. Uh, you see, that's why Oprah had the hair and makeup and the things and that she had. Of course. And Oprah, oh, Oprah, I don't know where you are right now. I wish you were listening because I would just say congratulations. What you did with your life is phenomenal. Yeah, and you're still doing it. And thank you're you. still doing it. Yeah, thank you. You have to think deep about it, though. She got into yeah. every white woman's home Everyone. in the country, and she told them, I like this, and they liked it. If she would have been around during yeah. these last elections, they would not have gone the way it went. No. If she would have been on TV every day, they would not have gone that way. You're right. Because everyone just was... I hope she does run for president. She's not going to, and I wish she would too, but it's okay. I love you either way, girl, and you do your thing, and you eat those vegetables and that bread, and you live your life, and I'm proud of you, you for live. the food life. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah, right. But I'll have you on the show too. I do. Um... So dreamy. Back to the psychedelic yes. stuff. You know, yes. I went and did ayahuasca. Um, I'll Thank just you. tell the people about my experience post. Within a week, I was getting phone calls from people from Syracuse Stage. I had not That's worked right. there in seven this. years. They offered me a lead role. Wow, which they didn't follow up on because they're tacky as fuck, but they did offer it. Um, I still love to you, tack- Syracuse, kind of. She does, I don't. I don't and- really, actually. I still keep my equity dues, but... Okay, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, I then got a call from producers that I had never worked with that is the orchestra project I work on in Venice which is fabulous I've met some of the most incredible people Lucas Vidal GQ man of the year in Spain is he is the main collaborator and Damon Elliott is Dionne Warwick's son of Whitney Houston's cousin who produced Lady Marmalade and has Grammys and platinums all over the wall Destiny Shaw Maya Pink everyone I'm working with these people and they say I'm good but they didn't call me for any reason you were open someone had sent them one of my songs yeah and they were like, oh, we want to have you come in. Yeah. And when I did come in weeks later, I wrote the song in 10 minutes that they had had 10 writers in over the past five weeks trying to, to try write. To try to do. And I was the one that they demoed. And it went into Atlantic. You open. Yeah, girl. Because you were open, honey. Mm. See, this is what this is why we this is why we do yoga. This is why we do meditation. This is why we do these ceremonies. Consciousness. Yes, and this is why we explore our consciousness because it opens us up to this new level of yes. availability. Because let me tell you, the vision of this podcast is actually to create an epic life. Hey. And so the reason you're here in this body, in this time and space right now, is to create this version and I'm pointing to him, of an epic life, which looks like this music, which looks like this performance, which looks like this interview, which looks like this writing. So 
what you are creating it's is like indeed this cocksucker. This cocksucker. Yeah, which is, <laughs> what? the microphone does look like a cock. I, a just so everyone who's listening knows that like, I'm very, I'm very silly and I'm not actually a slut. Um, you are a little bit. It's okay. You're actually sometimes. not. What? How long have we been going? 52 minutes. What do you normally do? This. This like, 52 well, minutes Well, I usually do 45. Do you edit down? No. Okay, cool. Well, so should we like come to a... We can. I'm asking we you, can. what do you feel? No, I mean, and I'm just people like, listening, what I do just, you feel? This is, this is what I want to know next. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm getting to. And okay. I know I got really excited just now about the epicness, but I want to know... Um, I want to know what an epic life is to you. What does it look like? Oh, all of them. They're all so cool. Yeah. You know, I think I couldn't begin to fathom the kids that I went to. I'm going to get emotional like immediately, but I could not fathom the kids I went to high school with yeah. who died at such a young age yes. in car accidents or the... I had some crazy things happen when I was in high school, but I and people I was friends with and people I didn't really know that well. I can't yes. imagine why that would happen to them. Sure. What other reason could I possibly think than <laughs> that <sighs> it's horrible, yes. but we... <sighs> There's nowhere to go. There's really nowhere. I don't even know what to say. I learned from it. I don't want to do, I'm not going to get in the car with a drunk driver. I'm not going to do, you know, these things now because of that. Or I'm not going to involve myself in that situation. Because most of them were, that I knew were. In that situation. Had made choices. Sure. uh, That got them into a predicament. Sure. Um, Some of them know. And I think, why? You know, why? But it was an epic life regardless. Because yeah. how is it not? Right. It's I mean, right. you get to come here and you get to feel things and you get to touch things and you feel joy and you feel pain and you feel love and you feel want and you feel need. You mm. feel fulfillment. You get to feel a rug. You get to feel a pillow. You get to feel these things. You don't feel that in the other realms of consciousness. No. Because we have this kind of physical, tangible thing. You see animals, you know? Oh, thank you for that. Um, they're all epic lives. And thank I you. am happy to be where I am. And I don't care about becoming the biggest superstar in the world. My life is phenomenal. Mm. And I will be okay. Beautiful. If I go tomorrow, I am okay, Alexa. And you know that. And everyone listening knows that. And I love you. And I love everyone I've met. I love everyone who said mean things. I love everyone. I love people I'm going to get pissed at tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) I'm over it. Because you know what you You said to me? You know what we talked about yesterday? What you said? Can you imagine when, like, let's let's say when this is all over, yeah, and it's oh, almost like yes. we go into a waiting room afterward, yes. and we're standing there, and I'm, and it's like, <laughs> oh, that was you, huh? Thank you. I thank you. Yeah. I needed to learn that from you. Yeah. I love you. Mm. I didn't recognize you, you know. And we've known each other over and over and again because we are the same thing. Oof, honey, I'm gonna cry. Well, I hope you do. That's so and then, beautiful. I love you so much. I love you too. Okay, wait, but we have one more thing. Oh, hey. I'm sorry. I know that was so epic, but we have to let, leave on a light note. So we're going to we're gonna end with the rapid fire round. I just want you to intrinsically, like, answer this or that, okay? To disillusion me. Intrinsic <laughs> took me right into Mariah Carey. Yes. Um, that's why I learned that word. <laughs> She's so prolific, secretly. <laughs> She used the biggest words. Anyways, rapid yeah. fire. Sorry, rapid guys. Fire. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Do you see how fast I switch? No, I know. 
You guys can hear it. I'm I'm insane. No, it's not insanity. It's genius. Well, I'm in touch with it. Too. Yeah, it's coming from the spine. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> of course it is. Okay, rapid fire round. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Yoga asana or seated meditation? Kakarasana. Uh, okay. Spheres. <laughs> Sex or sleep? Sleep. Oh. <laughs> No. I swear to God, you're the first. Well, you know I think I'm a little bit asexual. I know, he is a little asexual. I thought I was trans right after I did the ayahuasca. I remember, I remember. And you know what? And I think everyone should explore this. I think everyone should ask themselves about yes. their gender identity. Because it was the second I was yes. able to say, you know what? If I am supposed to be a girl, I'll be a girl. Yes. Was the moment my body changed and I said, you're not supposed to be a girl. You're you're a man, and this is why you're here. And yes. I said, wonderful. And yes. I just get down the just street. Just owned it. I probably smoked a cigarette and walked off. I, love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't always smoke, but I do when I'm in Mexico. Yes, he does. <laughs> Every once in a while. Okay, bourbon or wine? A bourbon. New York. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. That was actually really unexpected. Yeah, and you know I don't drink the brown anymore. I know, but you do love it. Mm. That's okay. We do, too. I do, too. We do, too. And we, I mean, like, me and the universe, like, conscious consciousness. Okay, New York or L.A.? Oh. I know. Alexa. I know. I love you. That's so fucked up. I'm sorry. Um, I like Sydney, Australia. I don't like Anguilla. <laughs> That's right. He's I obsessed with Anguilla. I love things about New York and I love things about LA. Um, my family, my my family of friends, my heart is in New York. Yes. I'm with you on that. Ebook or hard copy? What? Ebook or hard copy? Hard copy. What's an ebook? Like, <laughs> I was like, like that's why I said work. I'm like, girl, like e what? ebook. What do you mean? Well, um, like eBay. eBay. I like eBay. eBay's dope. It is. Um, shower or bath? Shower. Milk or dark chocolate? Oh my god, milk. Oh, milk chocolate. Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? I'm sorry, milk chocolate's sickening. I, I hate milk, but milk chocolate is fierce. <laughs> it is fierce. Yeah. I mean, like the the correct answer is dark chocolate because there's like. I understand. I you get what I'm saying, but like, good for you. I can swallow it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I can exactly. swallow it. Thank you for that. Okay, phone call or text? So phone call. Oh, okay. Intelligence or humor? Humor. Oof. They're the same thing. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> Thank the you. The smarter you are, the more you realize it's all so silly. It is. And so the more you're funny. So intelligent you Yeah. There are some really depressed people who are funny, but you know what? I think it's because they know too much. They do. And they're like, <laughs> sad about they're they're like oh, I get it all. Yeah, it's yeah. a hard place to be. Yeah. I feel you guys if, you, if you're one of them. Yeah. Money or fame. Fame. money. Yes! You don't get money after all of this is over. You're right. You don't take it with you. You'd, but fame is a mark you leave behind. It's an impression and you can change so many lives with fame, but you can't, you know, you can give people money all day, but at the end of the day, the money is just paper. I'm so happy with your answer just now. You're the first person to answer that as well. I'm second. You are second. Thank you. Where do we connect to you? How do we find you? At I am John Duff. I-A-M-J-O-H-N-D-U-F-F on Instagram. Um, I'll be on iTunes, I guess, but yeah. I guess I'm going by John Duff. Yeah. You know, they had suggested some names for me. Really? Yeah. Duff. Oh, fierce. Um, but I'm over that. Yeah. Um, it is, it's like Michael Jackson. It's like, oh, I'm the person you are. And John Duff is an advertising name. Yeah. I could be the guy on Oxygen. Like, hi, I'm John Duff with Oxygen. You know, yeah, you yeah, would, yeah. You would remember John Duff from Oxygen. You so, would. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Find me on Instagram. Um, that's where I'm, that's, you know, that's where I live. If I'm on Twitter, it's just reposted bullshit from my Instagram. Yeah. And my Facebook's private. Um, so don't friend me. Cool. So Instagram is where it's at at I am John Duff. Yeah, I'm fucking obsessed with you. Um, you guys, 
let me just take a moment. I, I, let me just take a moment. John Duff, I want to acknowledge you for being present with me. I want to acknowledge you as a dear friend of mine, as my heart, as my, I, I consider you family. You are my, you are a family to me. I love you. I'm so proud of all you created, all that you are. And I love you. Do you always say this? No. <gasps> you guys, I don't even have media training. I was I used this as a rehearsal for David Letterman. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, we'll that's see you on be, David Letterman. It's baby. gonna be hard to get on David Letterman now that it's off the air. Oh shit! Unless, I love you so much. You're, You're the best. best. And I anyone listening, if you care enough about her or me or anything, you're wonderful. Um, yes. And yes. and and stay with it. Yeah. Let's lean into it. Lean into it. Let's keep leaning in. Okay? Dude, life's hard, girl. Yeah. Let's. Keep but it's gonna end. Just remember that. So. We're Nothing perish- lasts forever. Yeah. Good we're- news and the bad news. And the bad. That's an Alexa. We're quote. perishable items. Let's act accordingly, okay? Don't. Oh, my love, baby. So don't can it. Mm. <laughs> hey, ciao, ciao. T <laughs> You guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. What an absolute gift. Uh, Please do connect to me. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, um, social media in general at Alexa Silvaggio. And if you do have a second, I would be super grateful if you left us a review on iTunes. Why? Well, because that actually makes us more visible to everyone. And I'm all about spreading the good stuff, right? Spreading the goods, getting the word out because I want us all to benefit. I want us all to feel good. I want us all to thrive. So this is your gentle reminder, my love to go out there and create an epic life. All my love. Hold up. 